At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. How can we as a community harness what you've learned about control and confidence and give it to the entire community? I know it's a loaded question. <laughs> now, you know, what I've learned through an accumulation of different experiences, trainings from Oakland to St. Louis, uh, you know, like, like I have to give, you know, our praise due to Allah and our credit to, you know, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam, particularly the Fruit of Islam training. You understand me? And that training is the training of the military side and the Nation of Islam, rearing young black men, teaching them how to be men, how to move with discipline, order, mm -hmm. right? And I think that the fear and the propaganda that has been spread against the Nation of Islam that makes black men and women not tap into them brothers who are literally over there training you, yeah. you understand me? Where a brother come in there and dusty and they leave out shiny and give you that vibration. Like, we have to first eliminate the fear to go and, and accept our own and be yeah. ourselves. Like there's no yeah. easy way around the yeah. fact that you have people that come in your community, they've been giving you media for the last 60 plus years, you understand, 90 years. Yeah. Um, they've been giving you knowledge, they've been giving you example, they, they're raising families right there in those environments and you're afraid to tap in with them. Mm -hmm. Like if you can go to different parts of LA, New York, Chicago, Ask the gang members around there, you understand me, who to help them settle differences and conflicts. Who the brothers that come in there that's not afraid yeah. of those environments, yeah. right? That's on the back end, that's not doing it for press, not doing it for media, right? Where, where those environments that have been consistent to where you can go in any Sunday, you understand me, and you can go hear a word and the brothers will help you out in the spirit yeah. of brotherhood. The yeah. sisters will help you out in the spirit of sisterhood. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know a better place. So first I will say, you have to go to NY.org, go to the Nation of Islam. Brothers and sisters have been doing this so long that they are experts in the resurrection of our people, okay. right? Like once you get that knowledge, that changes who you are because now you know who you are. And then beyond that though, you're talking about, you know, having, and so this is where I feel like when we talk about billionaires, right? Yeah. Because if we really look at the communities, like how, like, why don't we see what Marcus Garvey did with his chapters? Mm -hmm. Why don't we see what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad did with his mosque and temples, right? Because if you want to start something, just start it. If you yeah. have billions of dollars, then that means that you can start buying up real estate right now and create those training crowns by literally going inside the communities like my brother New Era Detroit. New Era have chapters around um, America mm -hmm. in like the worst parts of the hood where they do training, particularly like this, financial yeah. training, um, protective training in the environments and things of that nature. So like, if I got that billion, I'm gonna go to the environment where people are already doing it, mm -hmm. give them that funding so that they can maximize on what they've already been doing. Because you gotta go to people who already got the spirit first. Yeah. You understand me? Like empowering nonprofit organizations that taking a, a, a 10 cent from every dollar that they getting, you understand me? And putting it towards the cause, don't move the needle. If, what about the one person on YouTube who's like, you want Kanye to team up with the nation to help black people when he can then lose everything. To that, you say what? Because you know they're going to say it. What's the point of having everything if you do nothing? Yeah. What's, and, and I don't want Kanye to do anything. Mm -hmm. You understand me? I think that it's never on one man, ever. I think the most dangerous thing is that when you point to one man to be like, it's your problem. Yeah. You understand me? Solve this. Yeah. Hell no. I think that, you know, 
Kanye West has done a lot of good for Absolutely. black people. Absolutely, and doesn't get enough credit for it. A lot yeah. in his music and his representation and his influence. You understand me? Like I appreciate Kanye West and his platform mm -hmm. as a black man. I was always taught do not criticize black. Mm -hmm. So I'm not here to criticize Kanye. I'm not here to criticize none of that because we have enough of that in the media as Absolutely. it exists. Kanye yeah. West, I appreciate you and your platform. Absolutely. Story over. When we talk about possibility of what already exists based on the resources, mm -hmm. based on the institutions that are forming, yeah. and what they need is just resources. Yeah. So having a list of what needs to be resourced, what needs to be funded, and collective, because collectively, we have way more money than Kanye West, yeah. right? Collectively, we have more yeah. money than Jay-Z. Collectively, yeah. we have more money than Robert Smith. Yeah. So collectively, there's nothing stopping us from having a DAO to where we're pouring billions of dollars in and then voting on what we want to do with that money. Mm -hmm. And to me, the collective operation means that we have to now put responsibility on everyone, yeah. not Kanye West. Not just one person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what a person wants to do with the money that they've accumulated over time, I actually have no say-so on that whatsoever. Yeah. And I've never become a person that pocket watches. Yeah. You understand me? That sucker. So at the end of the day, do what you want to do. Yeah. But when it comes to the collective, yeah. what are we going to do? Yeah. And there's technology that says that, like the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is the one who had the, the economic blueprint and gave a breakdown of a person, everybody putting in 10 cents a week. You understand me? And how much that generates over time and how much we can solve all yeah. our collective problems. Why do you think someone hasn't put that in place? Um, it's, it's been blocked a few times. You understand me? Yeah. Um, and I think that we like talking about change and we actually like changing. So I think that now we're in a position where we understand branding, marketing, psychology, mm -hmm. you understand me, society, technology, and we have more people with more platforms and more media and more operations yeah. to where it's much more possible now. Yeah. Because I think that even if somebody wants to shut it down, we can bring in the brilliance, the most brilliant minds that work for us against whoever that doesn't work for us. Yeah. Right? Like, we're seeing it happen in real time right now. Look, it, it, like, okay, maybe the board ape doesn't have a social impact cost connected to what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But if somebody wants to stop them, it'll be blatant that somebody wants to stop Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Right? Because it's transparent. So yeah. somebody literally has to go in and find a way to corrupt the system that they've built. Mm -hmm. So once we build something, let's say it's a billion dollar operation, we have transparency, we have checks and balances on what we build, it's going to be much easier now to identify a threat and a target against what we build. Mm. And let's say it falls down. So what? What do we do next? And what do we have to do with the rest of our lives? Yeah. Keep rebuilding until it's built. Yeah. Until it's sustained and protected. So do you think Dow, crypto, and Web3 is like the great economic liberation tools of the next 50 years for us? Yeah, and, and that's a part of it because, you know, I think that if you had asked me that 50 years ago, I don't know what the hell you said, yeah. right? And if you ask me 50 years later, that's probably going to be even greater tools that we can use. Yeah. The idea of it more so is that technology, right, allows us to have much better economic liberation tools than we've ever had. And we're not appreciating or using or what's use available them. to us. Yeah. You understand How do we me? get people to use them, though? Because people will say it's too complicated. Like, for me, with stocks, I don't know. And I'm like... You guys have figured out how to sell drugs on the internet and not get caught. Yeah. But buying shares on Robinhood is too tough. Yeah. So how do we cut the excuses down and get to the implementation a lot faster so we can get to the outcome that we want? Well, when you look at the current statistics on it, right, they say it's 4% adoption around the planet, mm -hmm. you understand me, when it comes to crypto. Um, right now, the numbers have increased with the amount of women that have gotten crypto, mm -hmm. not just in the U.S., but also worldwide. And in some places, there are more women than there are men. One in seven wallets are owned by women. There's not enough women in cryptocurrency. A lot of women talk about being independent and not depending on a man or finding themselves in situations to where they are financially oppressed. But cryptocurrency allows women to be able to take the power in their own hands to be able to utilize a simple skill set and start making money on a daily basis. You can be a mother, you can be a part-time uh, employee, and you can still trade cryptocurrency by following the market and being part of a growing community. 
I don't want to see the next generation of women left behind because they didn't tap in and interact with this opportunity. That's why I created Infinite Wealth Strategies. It's infinite wealth, but you need a strategy in order to get you some. Make sure you tap in today, use promo code WOMAN, and take control of your future. It's waiting for you. It, it, you got tech curiosity, crypto curiosity, NFT curiosity, mm -hmm. and you start to see those numbers increase. What is transitioning people over from being curious to actually being adopters, at first it was my friend got me on, yeah. right? Your friend gets you on because, hey, this coin balloon, this stock went up, I'm in this. Now it's education putting people on that's allowing them to transition and be in it longer, mm -hmm. right? So as much as, you know, uh, people don't think of education as sexy, but yeah. education is the pathway, right? Like what we're doing literally is onboarding people yeah. to new tools of wealth that they yeah. can now go about start using. And especially if women make it a requirement that you have to have crypto and stocks yeah. before you can even get to the date. Yeah, like $200 on, a day, show that wallet. Yeah, King. he ain't got no crypto in his wallet. Like at least one of the wallets. Yeah. Got, you ain't got to see all the wallets, you yeah. feel me? But you can have a little trust wallet set up. Yeah, a little because, legend. Because women dictate everything in our culture. Yeah. Everything is hot. Like, so if we can harness, and I've always said women are better investors better catalyst for change. Mm -hmm. but yeah, how can we empower them more to get to the end goal? Um, I think it's empowering the women who empower us other women, mm. right? Um, there are some sisters who reached out to me recently um, and they were showing me that, you know, they have large circles of women that they're teaching about stocks and crypto and things of that nature. Now I have to sit down with them. Once yeah. they come to my view and I see what they got going on, it's my job to say, well, I have a larger platform yeah. Let me have a conversation with you to see how we can put on more women. Yeah. And I think that as long as we don't leave women isolated to do their own thing, you understand me? And they feel that connection between us. Because yeah. the worst thing that we can do is have a women's movement where it's just women. You understand I me? Agree. That, that's the worst for us. But, but tell them why. Well, specifically for black culture. Because Absolutely. Black, listen, anything of greatness that we're going to build out in the future is going to be done with black men and women working side by side. side. By side yeah. We have to have a brother, sister, uh, uh, um, a husband, wife, you understand me? Um, a partner, partner um, type of agreement and yeah. setup in our community. Yeah. Because the first thing they destroyed was our connection and relationship Absolutely. with our women. So when they do it on their own, they feel like nobody helped them, mm -hmm. right? So now they look at you like, well, we was doing this, y'all weren't helping us, this, that, and the third. By the time we meet up, we have completely different mindsets and agendas. Yeah. So now we can't even get in a relationship with each other. Yeah. This woman has empowered herself, now she's independent. You understand me? There's no interdependency at all in connection. The independent black woman and the dependent black man both go in opposite directions. Yeah. Because she's independent, so she can't depend on nobody. Yeah. You understand me? Or she won't depend on nobody, right? He is uh, um, not independent. You know, he can't be depended on. Yeah. So she can't go to him. He can't go Which to her. Which is created by design. Created by design. Yeah. But if they're building and we help them build, we can say, look what we built together. Yeah. Right? Then both our ideas are intertwined and in what's being built out. So there's no conflict of interest there. Yeah. Right? There's no, well, that was a woman's movement. And y'all did the man's thing over here because we don't have a man's movement, right? True. We don't have that. Where yeah. black men, white men, Asian men, brown yeah. men come together and be like, yo, what's going on with us men? At least I don't want to be a part of that. If there's yeah. something going on, that's some weirdo stuff, yeah. right? But that don't exist. But women have a movement outside of their color, mm -hmm. right? So a black woman will be connected to women specifically just because they're women, yeah. right? I don't have connection with other men because they're men. Mm, okay. Right? Yeah. That's the difference. So yeah. I'm not going to be celebrated for being a man just because yeah. I'm a man. Well, women will be like, listen, we will help you get funding. We love the fact that this is a women's business. You're teaching women, things of that nature. Yeah. Right? So the ones that I respect the most is like, like Queen of Four said, that it's not enough for a woman to be in power because she's a woman. She has to first know that she's a black woman. Mm. She has to be connected to her people. Right. And that's why when we draw back from the subject that Revolt wanted me to talk about black women being empowered to date outside their races, you are not empowered when you date outside your race. Why would somebody pour that into your head that you have this beautiful black man and woman that can work together and build something, mm -hmm. but it's more empowered to go outside of that? Yeah, that's literally somebody literally with an agenda to get you to hate your own self and kind. Yeah. When you can look across 
all across the planet Earth and see every single race of people who work together, create beautiful families. Yeah. You understand me? And they build And going empires. back to the family being a business. Yeah. That's the number one reason. So when they moved the men out and women got preferential treatment in terms of housing and housing credit, it's a great business plan by design to be able to capitalize off of our dysfunction. When it comes to, why, why do you think the culture doesn't see the value that it should have right now, right? And let's say, like, there's a lot of culture vultures out there, mm -hmm. right? Ian Dunlap, based on what you put out, the value that you put out, yeah. right? The knowledge that you put out, the influence that you have, right? That's worth a billion dollars, right? Mm -hmm. I was talking to my bro, Kenan Beasley, we talk about evaluations. Evaluations, somebody that got a lot of money tell you yeah. what it's worth, right? But the reality of it, the intrinsic value of being able to move community and make that community money yeah. and have a presence, yeah. that's, that's a billion dollars. Nobody yeah. can tell me anything other than that. Yeah. Why don't you think either, do, or let me ask you, do you think that you are properly evaluated? No, or, or appreciated. How do you evaluate yourself? If the or appreciated, huh? No. Because uh, if I was white, like I am what everyone thought Kathy was, was. Mm. So if you look at pure return, what I've called, I've been watching CNBC since 2004. I had like, I pray and I thank God. I'm like, I've never seen anybody be this accurate. Mm. Time after time, month after, like, and across futures market, crypto, Forex, stocks, political change. Like yesterday it popped up Truth Social was the number one trending app I said on Market Mondays. I've like, seen that. I watched your episode. I'm yeah, fine. I was like, listen, Elon probably is going to acquire, because they're friends, is probably going to acquire truth. Now, all of a sudden, everyone's reporting. But, no, I mean, it's worth trillions. If, if the United States of America cares about capital more than anything, and I've mastered the market like no other, then am I not the most valuable in terms of the capital market? How Especially do you... giving it out away for free. So... That's very interesting, right? Because, you know, I've always said that black influencers, thought leaders, educators are the most undervalued, yeah, right? Absolutely. Completely. There, there's not even a system to give you proper evaluation, yeah. right? Like, the amount of funding that goes towards black creators is, is terrible. Yeah. You understand me? But specifically, like, let's say somebody wants to hire you for a job. Mm -hmm. They're going to think about things in a bubble because they don't really understand the true value of how things are connected now. Yeah. That if I'm gonna hire Ian Dunlap, I have to think about a certain budget. But you gonna think about it in connection to a rapper first. That I'm gonna pay this rapper a certain amount and there's yeah. already a certain budget in your head associated with entertainment, mm -hmm. right? Educational budgets, people don't understand yet because they are not looking at it as all media. Yeah. What the rapper do is they bring people and they capture attention. Yeah. Right. The difference is they don't leave give them value. Or right? empower them later. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. the empowerment of and not value because there's value in what an entertainer does, but yeah. value in the sense that they're going to have that knowledge and information and they can utilize yeah. that applicably in, for the rest of their life. Yeah. That's different. Right. Yeah. So how do you value that to where this person is condensing the last 10, 20 years of knowledge that they have? Not only that, they're going to sell tickets. Yeah. They're going to bring influence, media. I have that brand connected to my and brand trust. forever. Value it trust. the same way they would J.P. Morgan or Goldman. But it's not done because of skin color. Like, that's why I say, and I say to Chad, 85 South, like I, Charlemagne, most people don't appreciate or love being black enough to support black creations. If we did, we wouldn't operate the way that we do. Even in our culture, you know who would be the hottest interview for you? And I know you will never do it, but a lot of people have four views. Takashi 69. Instant 1.5 million views, 3 million views. Yeah. But based on it, and the media part, media was created to help control people and sell products for companies. I think almost the way everybody doing media is wrong. Mm. Because like, how do you have media and no product attached to it when soap operas came from soap companies making content to then place their products in it or after it to sell product and commercials? Yeah. But they've trained us to be in front of camera 
but not behind the scenes and really mm -hmm. do the deals. Like This episode is brought to you by Infinite Wealth Strategies. The media part don't matter. The entertainment part, you know, like I know, like most entertainers are broke. So why do we push to be that? I heard Chloe Bailey talking about the fact that, you know, they get robbed in the industry. Mm -hmm. They're only using the music as a commercial yeah. to sell product or, you know, to get certain looks on the back end. And again, why accept that? Because you want the truth? Always. Because they're horrible fucking business people. Mm. Most artists are terrible business people. You want to create? Like most entertainers or artists can't even produce, mix, and master. So you want to just come up with some lyric. May not have the brand or image together. You want them to promote, package, mix, master, have relationship with Spotify. On the business end, if I have to do that, I should get the lion's share too. Are you getting robbed or are you not equipped with the information to help catapult your own brand? No other business on earth can do that. Right. No, I think they bring more to the table than they ever understand. Absolutely. You understand me? Because number one, like my brother Derek Grace always say, they need us, we don't need them. Mm -hmm. And if everybody makes that their moniker and they go by that when they walk into every single room, then they'll understand their true value. Yeah. That's just, that's just it. If my artists, please don't be mad, but focus on being a good business person first before you get to the music part. The music part matters the least. So you a rapper, let's say you a rapper, yeah. right? And you are starting day one and you want to go in there and you want to become big, mm -hmm. right? You want your music listened and heard everywhere, right? And you have an extreme valuable skill. Yeah. Do you go independent? Do you go shop a deal? What's your route? I'll do both. Okay. But the first thing is to build business first. There's always the foundation. What kind no of leverage. business? I mean, real estate, stock, education, tech, whatever you'll put your time into. Um, so every, you think an entertainer first should build a business before? If not, what leverage do you have? If a person comes in here and say, I want $1.5 million for three albums, it's projected to make $40 million. If I give you the 1.5, I should get 38.5 out of 40. But if you have your own funds coming through, when mm -hmm. you go in, you can right. say, hey, if we need 20 million to make 150, I'll put up 10.3. Mm. Your negotiation is dramatically different. Dramatically different. And that's why every time I have a meeting, shout out to the good people at UTA, William Morris, they're like, we have to value you different because you're willing to put up your own capital. And you have relationships and you're fun media, and I came from advertising. So there's a few more things I bring to the table. Is I, I even hate when people say I'm talented. I'm like, no, I write checks. I'm an executive that's learned to be in front of mm -hmm. camera. But every rapper has to, and the ones we have, Jay-Z with Damon Biggs, Jeezy with BMF, Swisher House, rap a lot. The ones that were great business people before, they don't get jerked around like that. Mm -hmm. The ones that hope that and it's not a label's response. A label is a hedge fund. I'm going to give you 5% or 10% of this capital, and I hope that I'll get 10x on it. If you don't, great. So be it. Mm. Every company operates as a hedge fund. Mm -hmm. Who can I give capital to to make right. the most off and of? And they have to deploy capital. Have to. Mm -hmm. And if you are not hot anymore, I loved you for those four years you were hot, great. But if you don't need the financing, or the loan from a label, you can write your own ticket. Mm. But if I make you hot, and I build your brand, and I get all your placements, and I pick produ production, and I put you with a songwriter, I should get the lion's share. But it goes back to that work ethic. Most don't want to work on being great at something and then monetize so you can't get fucked. I agree. I agree. I think it's a harsh reality because you know, I think a lot of artists only want to do one thing. I think a lot of artists mm -hmm. are lazy. Mm -hmm. They understand me. Instead of... They were conditioned to be that way, though. Yeah. yeah. I think that the, the, the poor starving artist is yeah. a reality. It's almost like the uh, poor righteous teacher. Yeah. You understand me? That if you're going to help your people, educate your people, be a messiah, then you got to be poor at the same time. That's connected yeah. to the morality of it. And then yeah. the lifestyle of the artist, to be an authentic real artist is to not have money. Yeah. You understand me? But who came up with that? I don't even, somebody that wanted people to be broke. 
<laughs> it's mind control. Wasn't a man that had money. Yeah, because they, they won't tell you that if you go to an accelerator, that you should be a poor, righteous startup founder. Mm-hmm. The goal is to get money and then elevate or sell it, and then you can live your life. Well, well the, the money, so talking about money, I think is probably one of the bigger issues that we have than anything. Oh, because yeah. when you talk about negotiating around money, leverage, and things of that nature, like you can go in there understanding your value in a way mm -hmm. to where if you have a, such a solid plan, you can communicate what your business is going to be and yeah. what you believe is going to produce, project yeah. it, right? Yeah. But talking about money is the last conversation people want to have. It should be one of the first. Why are we so afraid of numbers? We were trained not to talk about it because we didn't have a lot of it. Anything that a guy does not have, they don't want to speak about it a lot. Mm. So we have to break that norm. Mm. Um, even in the job market now, we're in another recession right now. The jobs we're in a recession right now. They just haven't said it yet. We'll we talk about that. Yeah, a bit. We, talk about we haven't recovered the jobs from 07, 08. Mm. Now we're entering another one. If you don't put the ability to make money on demand at the top of your list, you are prey for someone else. Mm. Between inflation, like India, inflation. I gotta put my gloves back on. I'm just saying, like, it was already at 14%. Brazil, inflation's real high. In America, we said it would never get that high, and then inflation took off. That's the number one reason you have to invest and build a business because things are always gonna cost more. Mm. And if you hope, the only person hope ever worked for was Obama. That's, that's, not, that's not a viable strategy. Like I hate, and I know in the comments I'm like, yo, he's angry and no, like, nah, I'm just here, telling you. Put the energy up. The absolute fucking truth. If you don't invest, someone is gonna have control over you. And as talented as we are, I think it's crazy for an artist to put 100,000 behind a song, but, and then the music industry lets a tech company say, hey, and I love Steve Jobs. They hated Sean Parker, but accepted the same plan from Steve Jobs, and now you can sell a single for 99 cents. Now a stream is worth one-ninth of a penny. They won't even tell you the real number. Mm. But if we team together and build, like why hasn't... But how much is that stream really worth the reality of it? Because stream is attention, right? When somebody, they loop in that song. But they find a way to devalue our art and make everyone else's more valuable. Right. So if we go to Board 8, no slight to them. But how is their art worth one million times more than anything Ross, Jeezy, T.I., Lil Baby has ever made? It's because impossible. all of those rappers gave it. So Signed the greatest right rappers, away. soccer players, football players, artists, entertainers, Politicians, yep. CEOs, black collectively for free gave them the biggest endorsement and investment Absolutely. that they've ever gave anybody else for free. Absolutely. They've never, that has never been done. And I'm gonna be real. In Had I history. came out with one of those paintings and sold that shit for 500,000, y'all be like, man, he full of shit. He a scam artist. That is, listen, so, you know, like a lot of people come to me on the back end, right? Yeah. Consultations, yeah. you know what I mean? Want to pay me $50,000, $100,000, teach them this game. Yeah. When I look at their wallet and what they own, it's an ape. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's almost 100% of the time, it's never a project. I'm not mad that's at that because they, they carved person. out a, a niche. No, they killing the game. Absolutely. But I want us to see ourselves for a second, though. Yeah. I want you to see yourself in the fact that every single rapper will completely and freely, you understand me? Like Gunner got a tattooed on him, will completely and freely endorse and give money and invest in it freely. This is how they got there. Twitter, how I got hot, black people. Yeah. Facebook, how I got hot, black Instagram. people. Instagram. Once we get into anything yeah. and we collectively give you an endorsement, yeah. go look at Gary Vee, how you get hot, black people. You understand me? Go look at Grant Cardone, how you get hot, black people. Yeah. When, and, and, and it's not to say they ain't have money and whatever they have, but once yeah. you get an invitation into the culture, yeah. and we give you that endorsement and we will proudly portray you and put you on our platform mm -hmm. and our music or whatever, you are now rotating in the minds of all black people across the planet Earth. But if we don't charge for that or don't have equity in that, and people get mad, I'm like, I want you to endorse this. I'm like, if I don't own it, I'm not gonna push it. Yeah, 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 I'm cool Like, that. for what? Yeah. I don't need another look. I don't need more work. Yeah. I want more time with my kid. I'm good, like, every person should think like this.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Too. If I'm not getting a royalty in perpetuity or equity, why would I push it? That's prostitution. It don't make sense. It don't make no sense. It's prostitution. But, but only they allow our culture to do that. But that's what happens. And and now the so like I think that Board was like a, a, a great case study and it's a, an evolving case study in reality. And, and don't get me wrong, I make money off that. I'm, I make some money off the eight coin a day. Mm-hmm. You understand me? By the time I don't know what it's gonna be at by the time they see this, but. Yeah. Today I made some money, that's for yeah. sure. You understand me? And I'm going to sell it all over the top. The truth is our culture don't like any assets that is not predominantly owned by white people because it has considerably more value than mm. if somebody black owned it. Let's keep it real. That's a fact. Even, even projects out there, there's NFT projects that are successful. There's a black face, but in the back end, yeah. it's all white team. Yeah. It's a whole white team. That's what it needed. Right? It is what it is. Because the trust is higher there than it is with us. That's a fact. But you see what I put out. You know what I mean? I, I had to intentionally talk to us. Yeah. Because let's, let's talk about us for a second. I want to get into the recession and tech and everything, but let's talk about us as a culture and our peers and the way we move. We don't have enough appreciation for each other to work together. Mm-hmm. We think we do. We might say it. We might get some flowers. We might do this, that, yeah. and the third. But if we truly appreciate it, and we know how much it takes to yeah. be in the position that we're at. Yes. We know how much it takes to intellectually yeah. be in the position that we're at. Yeah. But the appreciation is still not there. You understand me? Like, yeah. it's like if I'm going to, let, let, let's say if I'm announcing um, Jay-Z. Well, no, Jay-Z is a bad example because you go announce Jay-Z, how Jay-Z supposed to be announced, right? Mm-hmm. But let's just say I'm announcing a, a, a rapper or somebody, right, mm-hmm. at my event. Yeah. I'm pulling out the grandest stops, fireworks, the whole night. Yeah. You understand? Because I want people to understand how important it is mm-hmm. that this guest is here at this yeah. time and the value of their immense present is. Yeah. Then I get to my bro Ian. Mm-hmm. Man, what's up, my bro? E Dunlap here. You know what I'm saying? Just got the mic. I introduce you. Nothing over the top, nothing crazy. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. What does it say to the audience that just watched that? This person has considerably way more value than this person. Yeah. But why? So there's no way possible. I don't, there's, there's not a single rapper that's gonna get on that stage. Entertainer, mm-hmm. I don't wanna just point out rappers because yeah. I love rap. Yeah, I love y'all. Um, yeah. You know, there's not a single entertainer mm-hmm. that's going to get out on that stage and going to proceed to give more value than I will impactfully once yeah. those people leave. Yeah. You understand me? So. Once you start to get people to properly evaluate mm-hmm. true value, yeah. the scales change. Because you stop even wanting entertainers to show up as the yeah. true value. Instead, the brother just gave you the game on the future of money yeah. and technology and stocks and wealth generation. We need our own media. That's to the do most that. valuable. One of the most important pillars that we need is media. We don't have enough media without competition to help uplift, uplift each other. But that competition part be, is, is strange because we not eat, like people talk about market share. Mm-hmm. I can't take no market share from you because yeah. at the end of the day, it's seven billion people on you the planet. You can only multiply it by yeah. working together. 
Why yeah. are we going after the same people? Yeah. Like, if you want to think of yourself as, like, for me, ain't nobody can compete with me. I'm 19 yeah. Keys. I'm going yeah. to state that, and I'm, I am me, because yeah. the lane that I carry, you understand Nobody me? can occupy. It, it yeah. is what it is. But when we start thinking about it in the financial education space, mm -hmm. then people start thinking these things overlap. But there's a million Asians and Indians and Mexicans and white boys and white women and yeah. things of that nature teaching, and we never look at them as competition. That's true. Never. Not one yeah. time we go blink over in their direction and be like, hmm, I need to take your customers. And they got them more than you do. Yeah. These people yeah, that's got, true. they got an operation with 100,000 people and you trying to compete with bro who got 4,000. Yeah. Like, that's why you lose. That's an inferiority complex. Because all of us that are great want to work together. Absolutely. They even, like, even with educate, people like you're educated, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm the best at investing. Yeah. Like, I'm not here to, people may not even like how I teach, but I'm like, put yes in chat if I made you money. Yeah. Even with that, that being my calling card, I don't know anybody that every time they say it, they're like, yeah, he's made me money. It's rare, excluding, like, Kramer was on fire in 07. But he, that's why I tell you media is not the most important thing. He went from having two segments and a show on CNBC in 07, 08, to now being on 14 segments a day and having a show. What time can he get to research? So if you don't own media, if you're not the executive and your talent, they can work you so much that your talent is no longer good enough. That's a fact. That's a fact. And let's not, let's be real. Most people who watch CNBC prior to 2013 or 2015 associated him with the platform. I now love everybody there. And it was when I talked to Josh Bono and who are great there now, they limit the number of segments that they do because you still have to do the work, but they're not valuing each other properly. I think that just comes from miseducation. And to be honest, it's the first time at scale that you've seen black men have impact over the market. It's new. Yeah. It's but new. we got to be able to control the missile and the laser of our impact mm -hmm. because we can, let's be honest, from the standpoint of the impact we have, we're still impacting everybody else's family more than we impact on our own. Absolutely. Like once, once you, like even if I don't have an NFT platform, mm -hmm. if I don't have my own crypto marketplace, I'm sending hundreds of thousands of people to go in and pour their money onto someone else's platform. Yeah. So to Coinbase, to Robinhood, to yeah. Trust Executive, all of these different, yeah. I'm making them millions, millions of, of dollars. dollars. Yeah. I'm literally, yeah an affiliate marketer for them and not getting paid a cent. Yep. You understand me? So that's why when I do interviews, I never mention a name. I did Breakfast Club. I ain't mentioned nobody's name. Which you, why you would I? Right they, not one you? of them told me before you go up there, I'm gonna give you a million dollars if mm -hmm. you just mention a name. Yeah. Why would I do that then? Yeah. I know the value that I have. Mm -hmm. And that's and, and if I know the value, then I know the value you have. Yeah. So I can say, and I've done this, yeah. right? Multiple times where I bring black men together and be like, yo, you, you doing this how much? You doing that how much? Well, you know if we put this together. Why hasn't that happened yet? Because you know I've been there. I'm like, yo, let's get that started ASAP. So, two parts. So I did it before. It failed because I was working with the wrong people, right? Mm -hmm. You work with the wrong people, even if it's the right idea, it will fail. Yeah. Now, I think all of us are a little more cautious. I think all of us have had business situations. We have up and downs. We've had turmoil. Yeah. So now, you get the round table and you say, listen, I know where you at. Yeah. I, I can, I keep a, a, a mental foul on everybody mm -hmm. so that when I speak to them, I'm speaking to them with an updated mindset on who yeah. they are based yeah. on their current evaluation, yeah. not from what I thought they value was. Mm -hmm. But if you don't stay up to date on people, you can disrespect them by talking to them based on their old self. Yeah. Right? So it's like, when I talk, like, I, I, I have regular conversations with you, with Trav, with mm -hmm. Ian. I talk to him. I talk to whoever, right? Yeah. Because in most time, we, we won't have no business together, and it's just a conversation to speak and stay updated on each other yeah. and check on each other and things of that nature, which is solid. But then me, I'm always like, yo, this thing is coming. We can make a billion off this. Easily. And with that billion, we can be more impactful than we ever were. Yeah. Right? But when we get caught up in what we're already doing, mm -hmm. we still are not a people that are futurists, that are ahead of the curve, and that are early adopters and innovators of things in a matter to where we can get the most value out of it. Yeah. So it's like, 
when we did the interview on Market Mondays about NFTs, during that time, I'm talking to people about, yo, like, we should do something together. Yeah. This could be big, yeah. right? So when I see the apes do it, I'm not mad at them because they executed properly yeah. based on a new space and a new technology and the opportunity that existed, Yeah. right? Cool. Now what we gonna do? Yeah. So, you know, I've talked to, I can say this on camera, because I've talked to EYL, yeah. 800% in. Yeah. 100% in, yeah. right? Um, and I ain't gonna say everybody else's name just because we gotta, we you gotta know put I things mean. in. I, I've been ready. Ian is 100% in. Yeah. He ready to do that with the culture. Um, I talked to Trap. Trap said he in. Everything good, we yeah. in. Yeah. You understand me? Uh, I even talked to him in the circle of CEOs. They said they in. We got to just structure this thing. Yeah. And I sat down with one of my scientists yesterday. Uh -huh. we, we put some structure together. Man. Okay. You feel me? And I, and I think it makes the most sense because the people want it bad. Not only do the people want it, and I only try to do what the people want. Yeah. If I put it out there, the people are like, yo, unanimously, <laughs> we want this. Yeah. I don't see no negativity. Everybody's like, yo, let's get it. We can make it happen. Yeah. Right? And one idea was like, let's build this in front of the people. Mm -hmm. Let's get the votes from the people in what direction, how they want to it go. Built. So we build it in a manner that they want to see happen. Yeah. Because there's no other place on the planet Earth you go find the type of black men that are our peers and black women that are our peers that have the power, position, knowledge, and equity that we have that we can leverage yeah. to build something of, uh, uh, that's dynamic with our communities. Yeah. Like, that's the, powerful. The, the people that done built these projects that we see billion dollar market caps, mm -hmm. some of them weren't even millionaires before they started. Yeah. Some of them had just quit their white collar job. Yeah. Some, some of them had no platform. Yeah. At all. Yeah. But that's the power of executing. The one thing, if you take away, are you doing enough every day to guarantee success? And people get mad. Like, I'm real big on punctuality, getting a certain amount of, th like, if you're not getting at least, like, 50 things done per day, you have no shot. Because mm. look how quickly they built that brand. Even with, uh, when I was talking to Gary V and LA Super Bowl, he was like, hey, they had Gunner first. Mm-hmm. And to see him make 95 million off V Friends, 30 day period, I'm like, it's powerful. But if we team together, could we do, you know? Yeah. I mean, I remember, I haven't told this story, but I remember when, you know, NFT was really popping off, just first started popping off. I was talking with Jay Electronica. Mm -hmm. And so I was supposed to do. Or was supposed to uh, assist in helping Jay and Jay, Jay Elect and Jay Z, because yeah. they was dropping their album at the time. Yeah. You understand me? Do a project. Because Jay Electronica, funny enough, the first person I see have a Discord. You understand really? me? Really? Yes. He, wow, okay. He's had a Discord for a long time. Wow, okay. Thousands of people. He'd be in there freestyling people in there the whole nine. But he does it because, you know, he has a very eclectic sense of, of character. He just yeah. likes to be connected to his yeah. people. Right? Which is a big lesson they need to take away. Yeah. Like, community is everything. Like, Jay Electronica was able to have a whole entire career of one song, essentially, mm -hmm. until this album came out. Yeah. And, of course, he had, you know, multiple songs that, you know, if you know, you know, you tapped yeah. in. But, um, so, you know, we had uh, some discussions um, that never ended up becoming fruitful, but it gave me an insight on the music business. You understand me? Because the way I was breaking down, because I want to see him get his just due based on his talent. Mm. Because it's not, there's only one J Electronica in the industry. Yeah. Right? And the industry can't change unless there's more or people like him get empowered. Yeah. Right? Because he's going to intentionally be shadow banned, if you will, because of, you know, his content mm -hmm. and what he speaks about. Because he's going to speak truth. Yeah. Right? And so uh, I remember one night, though, um, <laughs> I don't know if he was mad if I tell this story, though. Uh, he asked me to be his manager, right? Yeah. You understand me? Because, you know, I feel like Jay Electronica really has the ability to shift the entire culture of hip-hop and music yeah. if the proper machine, and he allows the proper machine behind him, because I think yeah. a lot of things for Jay is Jay, right? Yeah. Um, and, and, and I love the brother to death, but that's why I'm speaking on it publicly, because I want to see that rise happened, mm -hmm. right? And I think that Web3 would allow 
his type of talent mm -hmm. to rise. Does he want to see that rise happen, though? Because I feel like a lot of times we try and push people who don't want the greatness out of them that we see inside of them. Well, what happened when he dropped his, when he finally dropped the album? Yeah. It was the exact time the pandemic started. Mm. So, you know, timing just happened to be timing. Yeah. Right? When the, the moment you drop, I remember texting them like, you know, uh, it's, it's, I, I text quarantine team because I'm like, yo, this is about to be a quarantine album. Like, yeah. literally, we about to go on quarantine. Yeah. Right? 40 days and 40 nights. But I'm like, no, that shit about to be, I seen this going to be a couple yeah. of years. But I'm like, damn, the moment that you drop the album, something else impactful happens in the world. Yeah. Right? Um, and the last time Jay-Z, you know, uh, it was 19 years from 9-11 when Jay-Z and Nas was having their feud. Mm. You understand me? And I'm like, yo, now this time when Jay-Z is dropping a collaborative album with somebody yeah. for the first time of this magnitude, you understand me? And instead of going at another black man, he's collaborating with the black man yeah. with a very positive spirit, energy, and message. Yeah. So I was just kind of observing that whole thing. But it's like, imagine if that album dropped and the world was open. It would add a different impact, yeah. different touring, different merch, different yeah. everything. Yeah. So I don't think it wasn't the fact that he wasn't ready. I think he was completely ready. I think out of all of the points in time in his career was the time that he was ready. Yeah. But we got hit with yeah. a once in a lifetime pandemic. Yeah, it's tough, man. I mean, even when new financial products come up, that's a signal for a recession too. Because Bitcoin was created in the last recession. So yeah. now seeing all of these products pop up really quick. They were telling you ahead of time that something was gonna come. But yeah, we gotta get that project in the way because we talked about it three or four times. I don't want it to be one of those things where yeah. it's like in three months, we should have done it. Even when you came on Market Mondays the first time and you was telling everyone about NFTs and crypto, shit took off and I'm like. We can't explain our impact because yeah. I can't tell you the amount of people that got into NFTs and crypto mm -hmm. directly because of me or that interview yeah. or something other, some yeah. other thing like just about everybody that's, not everybody, but a large majority of people for you. that's speaking on it now, they got directly from that. Yeah. You understand me? Gave them the game. They don't always want to give it up 90% of the time. 99% <laughs> of the time. 99% of the time yeah. they don't want to give it up at all. But yeah. you know, the godfather yeah. of this. But that's, that's always been my role though, is to, you know, sound the trumpet. Do you feel underappreciated as well? Because um, you've helped influence, impact a lot of people, but I don't always see. I feel, that's why I always told you whenever we talked, I'm like, you're the greatest out of all of us. Go don't Because you were so used to holding back. I'm like, go crazy. And you have to hold back to make people comfortable. I'm like, man, let that fucking light beam tear everything down. Now, and I appreciate you for yeah. that, because most people, they're, they're afraid of that. Um, but you know, I appreciate myself so much that I don't feel unappreciated. That's I think amazing. that like everybody that's human, you got moments where it's like, I know my value is more than this, that, and the third, but yeah. that only happens when you start comparing. You understand mm. me? Comparison depreciates you at that moment. You understand mm. me? Like the moment I compare myself to anybody, they blessings, they looks, anything yeah. they have, I'm already depreciating myself. Yeah. Right? So like, as you ask me that question in this moment, it's like, no, nah, I appreciate the hell out of myself. Yeah. So it's like, if, if the moment I seek that validation outside, I feel depreciated. Yeah. You understand me? But then once I start thinking about it, like, bruh, I get so much love and energy everywhere yeah. I go across the planet Earth. Yeah. When I say across the planet yeah. Earth, like whether I'm in Egypt, whether I'm in yeah. Africa, whether I'm in Mexico, yeah. there's no place on the planet that yeah. I don't go and somebody give me a testimony on how to change their life. That's real. How could I not feel appreciated? Yeah. Do I feel valued at what my value is? Nah, that's well, different. Well, what's your value? Oh, man. Okay. Come on, the real number. Tell me, let's talk. Hey, man. Come hey, on now. Man. You know what I'm talking about? Talk to me then. Uh, so it depends on what the situation is, but as a thought leader, you understand me? I have one of the most valuable minds in the world, yeah, right? Uh, perspective, futurism, innovation, creativity, like for my platform, like I started off doing everything myself, yeah. right? Like I design, whatever you see, I design, right? Yeah. Like I produce, I create the business plan. I have multiple businesses, right? Yeah. On the back end, I just don't even always talk about, talk about it, yeah. right? I do a lot of different things. Yeah. I design, I do art, um, shit, spoken word, I freestyle, like 
I'm going to design the, the captions. I'm going to design the, the style, the aesthetics. I'm going to put it all together. I'm going to have Listen a full vision with talent. Listen to everything that he talent. said he creates. You have to to be free. Then the research. Yeah. The research, yeah. the investigation, everything that has to happen. Navigating, going in certain rooms, having conversations, yeah. pulling out information, bringing it back to the culture, deciphering. It's a lot that goes into the encompassing of what you see as in, what yeah. you see as EYL, what you see as, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, I think it's just party and recording. It's a lot of work. It's a lot that goes into yeah. it. So it's hard to say what that value is. You understand me? But I know it's a billion. Mm-hmm. You understand me? But it's, it's infinitely valuable. But it's like if somebody asked me to do a consultation with them, it's like, bro, like, unfortunately, when it comes to us, a lot of people that look like me can't afford me if I'm giving yeah. them my true value. Yeah. So it's like when it comes to working with our people, we always have to discount our value. And what that does is it creates a disconnect between what our true value is, yeah. right? And what our serving value is. Yeah. Because the value that we discount ourselves to serve is different than the actual value that we have. Yeah. So I know that f- completely. For, so for it's sure. like, People reach out and I say no to a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. majority. Because it's like, I'm not gonna just keep discounting my value, yeah. right? It's, and, and, and so my negotiation has gotten different now, where it's like, I would rather say completely no, yeah. or I'm gonna find a way to leverage that to where I feel like I'm getting the value and you are too. Yeah. But I think that we are in a, in a very high inflationary period. So what do you do? You raise your prices, mm-hmm. right? Like it costs more now. Yeah. Otherwise, I came in this game saying that I would do it myself rather than allow somebody to depreciate me because I knew from the get-go they yeah. would not understand the value. Yeah. If I charged somebody, let's say a year ago, and somebody was, and I said, "Listen, I'm gonna charge you hundred thousand dollars for an NFT consultation." Mm-hmm. Person looked at me crazy. Mm-hmm. You understand me? But it would have been worth it. Yeah. I'd have gave you a whole blueprint, and if you would have implemented that into your business. Yeah. That could have been worth a hundred million. Could have yeah. been worth a million, could have been worth a billion. Who yeah. knows? So it's like, even today, if I'm talking to a celebrity, I'm talking to somebody on the back end, it's like, I don't want to have a conversation unless it's about the value first, then we had a conversation second. Otherwise, I have to figure out a way to leverage you yeah. in a manner to where I can get this value out of the situation. Yeah. And if there's no leverage, then I'm just being nice. Yeah. And I'm not stupid to be nice. Yeah. You understand me? Unless I see something that you want to do for the community that's impactful, and then I'll give you the serving value to where I would do this for free. What do you say to the people that say you shouldn't charge people in the culture a lot? I would say... I'll give my take, too. But. First of all, I don't know what the culture is means to them. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people use the culture, you understand me, when they want to manipulate you. Absolutely. Like, culture is one of the most manipulating words to black people when you want to get them to discount their services. Yeah. Right? When you value something, you pay the price. Yep. You only have the discount when people don't understand the true value. Yeah. You understand me? If I go back to Infinite Wealth Strategies day one, I have a student, Jared Ross, came in there, $500. He now has a portfolio that's worth six figures, mm-hmm. right? He has his own course, community, and he's published a book by now, Yeah. right? He fired his job and he dropped out of college. Yeah. And he is now has a completely new career path in life that he is living based on the Web3 opportunities. Yeah. Right? I have multiple students that same thing, like yep. duplicated over and over and over. I have people that they was in the BWO learning futures and stocks and crypto and yeah. setting up their trust and insurance and a multitude of other different things. Yeah. I go back to New America uh, pandemic pack that I came out with where I was teaching people about the future mobilization, automation, digitization. Each, every time, if somebody listen and they execute it. Yep, if they execute it. If they execute it yeah. is always the key. Yeah. That's a million dollars. Yeah. Like, when I say a million dollars, I'm yeah. not shying away from that. That's a million dollars worth yeah. the game, literally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and to the point where it's almost step by step. Yeah. Because when I used to do things, I just tell people, when it's something new, I tell them exactly what I'm about to do. Mm-hmm. And I do that so you can copy the exact blueprint. Of what I'm doing. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm not shying away from no knowledge. I'm saying, listen, I'm about to do this. This is what's happening in this space. Yeah. This is what you should do as well. Yeah. You understand? Why me? do you think people are afraid to execute or, or don't listen? But I want to answer your, your question directly first. I think that it's 100% okay to charge for your value in the courtship. Mm-hmm. 
because there are a lot of people in the culture that can't afford it. Yeah. And once you get a target of something that is out of your current budget, mm-hmm. you now have a target for what you should put your energy towards. Yeah. If some, if I got a hundred dollars and something is a thousand, what happens to a person is they go say, oh man, I can't afford that. Yeah. So they go take that hundred dollars and spend it on some bullshit. Yeah. Instead of saying that, okay, I got this hundred dollars. How long will it take for me to get this thousand dollars? Yeah. The reason I wanted to buy that is because that's going to be an investment that's going to give me a return. So if I'm disciplined and I focus and I put my energy towards being able to afford that, when an opportunity comes, I will take it. Then I will not be shying away from opportunities that cost a thousand. Yeah. Right. Because now you're going to be able to afford higher level opportunities. Yeah. The mindset of wealth is to not shy away from things. Yeah. It's to find ways to uh, afford them. Yeah. But we, we, our sticker psychology and our number psychology is all messed up. Yeah. If I show you one zero zero, anybody see one zero zero, I don't care if you broke, poor, whatever, you have no reaction to the word 100, the numbers one zero zero, 100. Yeah. If I put a dollar sign in front of that, and now you're going to look at it. if you broke, you're going to be repulsed by that. Yeah. Right? If you got money, it has no feeling to you, whatever. Yeah. Right? You can do whatever you want to. But that dollar sign, that dollar sign psychology has a power over people. Yeah. Right? That the moment that they see that they're either attracted to it or they're repulsed by it, it has mm-hmm. a magnetic energy. Yeah. And the power is to decrease the emotional power that money has over you and dollar signs have over you. Mm-hmm. To where it's like when you walk into a place or you look at something, you're not looking for those numbers to have an emotional reaction. You saying that this is my value. I'm a human being with a mind. I can afford anything, anything I want, you want to. to. Yeah. It just depends on how bad I want to. Yeah. So a broke mind will find excuses. Yeah. Right? A wealthy mind finds a way. So That's a good point. I'm not worried about who has an issue with the price. That just means they have an issue with their abilities as a human being to afford the things that they actually want and see value in. Mm. You understand me? And there's some people that's happy with a certain standard of living. Absolutely. You can't force those people to level up. Yeah. So you have conversations. With, if this is all of the people over here that have no problem with the prices, why am I down here having problems with these people? Yeah. Why wouldn't I have conversations with them and then freely teach these people how they can afford what's up here? Yeah. And that's what I do. Yeah. There's so much free that if you don't get that, and I'm talking about millions of dollars of free information yeah. that's out there that I personally put out. Yeah. If you haven't with that, then I don't even want to have a conversation with you. With you, yeah. Like, yeah. why is you in my DMs trying to waste more of my time? Yeah, because you've given it to him for free. Yeah. I'm 19 Keys, and this is High Level Conversation. Tap in with the guy. Peace family, 19 Keys tapping in with you. Um, I want to tell you why you need to tap into the infinite wealth strategies. Number one, there's a lot of millionaires being brought every single day, right? The job market is devastated, you understand me? Um, You can go to college, but it's better to get you a skill. I've had several six-figure days in the market trading, right? Cryptocurrency. And at the time, I had little knowledge, right? I've sold an NFT, which was just a digital picture rendering for over $16,000. But why? Because I understood the market and I knew the value of it. I've sold thousands of books, you understand me, on my e-commerce platform, utilizing my strategies that I teach inside the Infinite Wealth Strategy. But I also have a beautiful community of people all around the world assisting, providing information, resources, and links, because I know that it's harder to learn by yourself, but it's better to learn in a community sense. When you join Infinite Wealth Strategies, you too can become a part of a community of people learning together and earning together. Make sure you tap in because it's the education that you need in order to succeed and build wealth. Don't be on the outside. Tap in. Infinite Wealth Strategies. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. 
by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 